you are now listening to or watching the It Takes All Kinds podcast. Yeah, and if you aren't, you can head over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and listen to us now, or head on over to Drib on YouTube and watch the video version as well. And if you'd like to stay up to date on when we're releasing a new episode or any other fun information about the podcast, you can give us a follow on Instagram at It Takes All Kinds Podcast and on Twitter at ITAC Podcast. That's I T A K Podcast. Without saying much else, we hope you enjoy this episode. Carson, you're recording yourself alone in your apartment for episode 45. Dude, you just ruined around. It. You just ruined the surprise. Oh. <laughs> that was a surprise. Come on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Not that they would be able to immediately tell. Hold on. Let me take a drink. All right. Now you can proceed. Oh, okay. So. Uh, welcome everybody to the It Takes All Kinds podcast, episode forty-five. And you know, right, forty-five. Yeah. Uh, you might be wondering why, why is why is Gavin why is Gavin away from everybody? Why is Gavin why is Gavin doing things with nobody right now? Well, you know, one of the reasons is because I choked on spit in a Tyrannosaurus exhibit at the Science Center on Thursday and irritated my throat. And got sick for like at least three days. Today I felt a hundred percent, but I don't know if it's COVID or not because you know testing <laughs> scourges and you know you have to call ahead and it's a it's a nightmare and a half to do it. And um, you know, anyway, the the Tyrannosaurus exhibit was just so amazing. You know, I you just, just couldn't choke. You just I I couldn't. Yeah. I went, Did you know how? Do you know how much COVID test cost? No, I don't know how much they cost, but I, I do. They um, have to. I they cost um $1,000! from what I've been told. So oh really? Okay. Yeah. So anyways, Tyrannosaurus, whatever. Yeah, it was just so shocking to see a real life Tyrannosaurus. Like, yeah, it was like it definitely irritated my throat. So I got some kind of sickness from that and being around kids for like 18 hours a week for so, a week. So they're giving you a tour and they're like, yeah, and here's everything and here's a. No, I went Giant. in by myself. They're like, they're oh, like okay. everybody. They're like everybody. Uh, everybody will get a chance to walk around in either the exhibit or the entire science center for an hour today or tomorrow. Just once. Yeah, just once. And you're never allowed to do it again, or you have and to pay. I, yeah, or you have to pay, and we're gonna find you, and we're gonna hunt you down. So you're just walking through, and you're like, yeah, there's T Rexes, there's Velociraptors. Yeah. There's Tyrannosaurus. <laughs> oh God. Oh. You weren't expecting I was like, it. I was like, I, I was coughing and choking, and like the one of the employees walked right by me, and I was just like, I'm fine. Yeah, can you scoot over that way a little bit? No, oh, no, right. I, I like this. Here, I'll I'll join you too. Let me come over there too. Yeah, it's a good look. I like it's this great because I don't because I mean I just I don't want like 95 percent of the video to be me. Well, yeah, I mean you don't have to be squared, John. You don't have to be John Squares. No, I would. I want to be. I want to be right in the room. I want to be right in the center. Yeah. Make it my equilibrium. Guys, let's so, just let Gavin, you know what? Let's just let's cut what? the shit. Let's cut the shit and let's just tell the truth, okay? Um, Gavin and I are doing this over Zoom for the f- foreseeable future because of what happened on the last episode. I got a restraining order from Gavin and 
he has to be 400 feet away from me at all times. At least. But we wanted to keep the podcast going. We just, <laughs> we just, I just could not stand to be around him anymore. Yeah. After the show, and this also might have contributed to me choking, but uh, Carson like, like choked me after the show. Like he's like, "Don't you ever tell me to shut the fuck up." Well, see, it that's kind of the opposite of what happened because you punched me right in the mouth right after but the then, show ended. But then, and then, then you I choked, choked me. you out. Yeah, then you choked it me. It was so, self-defense. We called the cops. It, My neighbor. It got handled. We we settled out of court. We settled we it. A, we, I got a restraining order. Gavin got seven hundred fifty dollars for damage. Uh, no damages phone. to my urethra. Yep, but that wasn't because of me. <clears throat> no. What's the, what day is it? Uh, today is Monday, January tenth. You'll be hearing this on Friday, January fourteenth. Hey, do you guys think that we should start like a foot camera? Because yeah, I think that that would be that'd be interesting. Little like we can do that. Distraction, distraction, distraction. We'll get a GoPro and just mount it on the bottom of the table. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it's just they can us. see my camel toe. They can see me curling my toes up because they're cold. Yeah. I shut all the heat off. Yeah. All the heat is off in my apartment. All the heat off. Well, because the thing is, is that with Carson, yeah. if you leave the heat on, he can't dress in all the vintage clothes that he collects the at melt. all. Like, it, the, yeah, exactly. And he, it's just a real pain in the fucking ass to be around him because it's so cold there all the time. He has to he has to wear his jean jacket all the time. He has to wear some jeans all the time. He's got to wear something all the time. And frankly, it's really annoying to record there. And I, you know, now I'm doing it in the safety of my own room where I'm warm. I'm, you know, that's one of, that's one of the most exciting things to There's me. There's no celebrated I, fire. Yeah, exactly. Although last night I did wake up at like two or three in the morning, two gunshots. Really? I was like, wow, those are very close. Interesting. Are you a yeah. light sleeper? You don't pine yeah. me. Really? You're a light sleeper? Yeah. You don't pine me for a light sleeper. Well, because like I missed your FaceTime call, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah, because usually no. when I do call you when you're sleeping, you don't pick up. Yeah. But you could also be like, and be honest with me, just tell me the truth here. Are you someone who rolls over and goes, no, not right now. I didn't even notice. No, I woke up and I was like, "Oh, Carson called." Do you have you done that though? Not just with me, but with other people. Like with, no, with actually, friends. No, actually, if somebody's calling me, I usually know that either I overslept or somebody need, really needs to talk to me. That's true because you have answered like just waking up. Yeah. To me, like multiple times. So, so. I, yeah, I mean, I, I even like when work would, even if work would call me, I would be like, I would wake up and I'd wake up for a second and be like, "Wake up!" Hey, was up? Yeah, wake up. I think that was right. Yeah. I'm a very heavy sleeper. Like, to a fault, I am a very heavy sleeper. Like, I don't, I have to set two alarms to wake up in the morning most mornings. I have to set like four or five just because I can't, I don't want to get up. Well, let me rephrase that. I set two, I have an alarm clock radio because I live in 1995. Yeah. And I have my phone alarm. And, and I Kurt have Cobain. to, and I have Kurt Cobain. <laughs> when there was a Kurt Cobain alarm clock, and it was just that was, his face, and he just yeah. he just blew cigarette smoke into your face yeah. to wake you up. Yeah, and then like the that. smell would be atrocious, so that's what would wake you up. Yeah, and it would set off the smoke detector. Yeah, and then he would get mad, and then he would get mad. <laughs> and then he get mad and pull out a shotgun. <laughs> that's not funny. <laughs> oh, it was, 
he would get mad and start shooting their alarm clock. Uh-huh. I mean, the uh-huh. smoke detector. Yeah, uh-huh. I want my smoke detector to wake me up in the morning. No, so I have to, I set my alarm clock radio, and I have to literally turn it all the way up. So it just blasts whatever Kelly Clarkson song comes on the radio in the morning. And then this I also have to. And then I also have to, with my phone, I have to lean it up against something like this so it'll vibrate against my my table and make the loudest noise ever to wake me up. I will say that one of the most annoying sounds on planet Earth to me is vibrating on the bed. Really? Like, uh, you know what? You can you hear take that. that you hear that a lot? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say you can take that out of context if you want. But I like, certainly because did. I sleep, I have like a really thin pillow. Like again, this is this Same. is a meme that that like I've seen a couple times. But it's like women will never understand the pure joy of a man's yellow pillow. <laughs> it's so fun. I can't think about that because it makes me so grossed out. Okay, but I but have I but I have pillow. had a yellow pillow. I've yeah. been there. I have new pillows and, now. I need to wash my pillows um, actually. And like. The way that I sleep, I sleep on my side and I put it, I basically roll it up. It's like a roll up okay, and it yeah. goes in, the, in, the, in my neck. And <laughs> I'm just picturing you in bed, just like tightly rolling your Yeah, no, up. yeah, like <sighs> really, really tight, wringing yeah. all of the sweat and drool out of it. Yeah. Mm. And the hair, mm. the skin follicles. Uh, so then uh, the most annoying sound is like whenever my, my ear will be touching the bed and it mm. will like vibrate that the default vibration noise now triggers me. Like I get really mad whenever I hear like the, the, Uh-oh. the, whenever somebody's calling me, I immediately know that somebody's calling me because it's like a, it's like I get the Pavlovian, like you need to get up response. Yeah. This is why, this is why Gavin's relationships never work out because he yeah, can't stand I'm... the sound of a vibration on a bed. Yeah. That's why you sleep on your but... side though. Yeah, I'm a side sleeper. Like, actually on your side? Yeah. Oh, interesting. I don't see how that's... Com- I, I'm never comfortable like that. Like, I can never sleep. Well, like I that. mean... I sleep on my stomach. No, really? Yeah. I, I'm a stomach. You sleep on your stomach? I don't know how that's... I sleep on... This is breathe. so weird. I don't know... I don't know why this happens, but I've, I've never heard of any... Well, I, I've heard of people doing something similar, but I do it very weirdly. I sleep on my stomach... And I sleep on my arm on my pillow. Like, I sleep on my arm like this. On your on your stomach? On my arm on my stomach. Wow. Like, most people tuck their arm, will tuck their arm under their pillow. I sleep on my arm. I don't know. I've, I've always done it, though. And I'm not changing. Nobody, nobody's going to change. Nobody's going to tell me. me not to. And then when I had invasive back surgery... I had to sleep on my back for months and when I had neck surgery. And that's so weird to get used that to that. That was what I mean is that's what I was expecting was for you to say that you sleep on your back. No, thank God. I I had, I can. I can fall. If I'm really tired and I lay on my back, I can go out real fast. Some nights I'll fall asleep like a vampire, like arms across the chest and everything. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, and you'll sleep in a coffin, which is weird. I don't yeah, know how you got I'll- the coffin in there, but. It, it, you know, pivot. You just got to pivot through the door. Yeah, that makes sense. You just put it straight up. Jeremy Pivot. Scotty Pivot. Robert Durst. You know, Scotty Pivot played for the Chicago Bulls back in he 90s. He did. Yeah. He played with Won six um, championships with them. Yeah. Played for the Trailblazers, Houston Rockets. Jordan. Magic, Jordan Pivot. Magic Jordan. Yeah. Michael Jack Johnson. Jackson. Jack Johnson. 
Magic Jordan. Daniel Johnston. Mm-hmm. Magic Jordan Johnson. Mm-hmm. So Gavin was feeling like shit, and he's feeling better today, though, which is good. But obviously, we're you know need to play it safe, and you know with the invisible enemy out there, we can't be taking any risks. And you know, this is the thing: is that you know nobody will ever n- nobody will ever know they are positive tested. They just don't get tested. Is that true? Do you have any hard evidence on that? I'm, I yeah. I know I had it last week when you were here. I know I had it. I never got tested though, but I knew I had it. <clears throat> can't taste anything. Been eating broccoli all week because I can't taste it. Been eating broccoli all week. Yeah, dude, that's blind. That's that's secure. I blindfold myself. Broccoli is a cure. Broccoli and raw onions. Broccoli is a cure. You know. I never wanted to be real. Oh, it, it, it asked if I was playing music. <laughs> it did that to me earlier. I didn't know that was a thing. And it was like, are you playing music? Did you know you can have professional audio with Zoom? I don't, and then I we'll don't. drop your Zoom randomly? You want professional Let's audio? Bit the Let's up the bit weight. Bit weight. I was trying to do something. I had a surprise for you all ready to go. Yeah, sorry. For this episode. And we can't even use it. Because you, well, you had to choke on uh spit yeah well you gotta stop telling you dude i know it's your kink to get spit in the mouth you gotta stop it okay and also asphyxiation yeah um like never mind it just sucks sorry go on (laughs) i was gonna say something very it just sucks because like yesterday or like saturday it was like okay i have a sore throat yeah and then like sunday it was like i it hurts to swallow in my ears kind of hurt and then today i woke up and i'm like oh i can swallow and i feel fine yeah so you have your taste you have your smell yep you have your fingers i don't have a cough you have your fingers you have your toes uh-huh and i have i definitely have diabetes so and diarrhea uh, yeah lots of it but that's Lot- just normal. i i could probably fill up at least two or three toilets for diarrhea Di- diarrhea into spaghetti pot how yeah. are your um roommates doing are they feeling all right I think it's just being out in the cold. Everybody's got a little cold going on. Oh, right do they now. have a little something? Yeah, they got a little. They got a little something. They got a little. Yeah, <sighs> little nose. Yeah, they got a little, little nose candy. I was. But, I. I was kind of feeling. I was starting to feel kind of meh last night, and that made me really nervous because I saw my grandparents yesterday, and I spit right in their face, which was yeah very interesting to do that. You but ate off their forks and stuff. I licked every. I went into their kitchen and I pulled each utensil out. And went. And then put yeah. them back in there. And um, then I washed their clothes in my spit too. Yeah, it took a lot. Yeah. Um. And then, yeah. So I was kind of feeling kind of cruddy last night, and I'm still not feeling like amazing today, but I feel pretty fine. So I think I'm okay. Yeah, I think. I think I'm okay. I think I'm okay. I think I should go hang out with all my friends. I'm gonna go with all my friends. So we're gonna go somewhere. Yeah, we're gonna go hang out at a bar, and we're gonna drink a lot and cough. Yeah, and cough all over everybody. We're going to tell everybody in the bar to cough at the yeah. same time. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm playing the same. I hope you are okay because I don't want to go. I don't want to be locked away. I don't want to go anywhere. I don't want to go to Johnny's thing without you on Friday if you're sick. Yeah, we'll see how I feel. I mean, I've really isolated myself. I isolated like yesterday. I didn't 
really come out of the room. I just slept all day. Yeah. Slept all day, had dinner, and then fell back asleep. Yeah, so, you know, we're thoughts and prayers to Gavin. Unboosted Gavin. Yeah. Yeah, so I hope you're all right um, with all that. Um, you're back to school today. Yeah, I did. How is it? Um, I have a three-hour class on Mondays. That was Ooh. awful today. Did they add the full three hours today? They had the full three. Interesting. First day back, and you're already. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, I. Ooh, that is an extraordinarily Ooh. long class. Yeah, and the first class wasn't that bad. It was slight. It was you know, it was interesting. All this stuff was stuff that like today was mostly just stuff that were that if you work in the retail pharmacy areas, you kind of learn. It, like just over time but you know if you never work in them you kind of do need to know them so I, nah. I don't this know. Is i'm not yeah it was a meh day yeah mm. Mm. well that's good how's your how'd your weekend go uh now we're doing water cooler talk um how was my weekend what did i do i didn't yeah, really do your, anything oh my god I really didn't do much. I kind of just sat on my ass. That was pretty much because I finally like. It's weird because like I'm getting. I feel like I'm f- like, finally starting to. Like get uh some form of like a, not a schedule net. Well, yes, a schedule in the sense of like, I'm finally like delegating my time correctly, to the point where like. I am actually having time. Like, I'm taking the weekend to do, like, only personal stuff that's, you know, not going to make me money unless it's going to a store and selling, but that's still fun to me. Even though my work is fun, but, like, uh, the weekends, I need to take the weekends. Mm-hmm. And I'm also, like, like we kind of brought up, uh, maybe it was last episode, like, actually, like, working, setting time from, like, you know, say let's say, like, 9 to Five, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. No, from like you know nine to about like, I usually stop around like six or seven ish. Kind of, I'll stop a little bit after dinner, and mm-hmm. then like just being done with work for uh, the rest of the day, and then just uh, and just going on the couch and uh. sometimes some nights I just go on the couch and I just burp. Yeah, I what I do is I you know, yeah. Yeah, so I'm finally taking that time to like actually do me and jer- and c- all over the floor. So um, you texted me the other day about something that Roy was pissing you off. Oh yeah, that was yesterday, right? That was that yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just I'm so tired of. Well, I was thinking about how people get really annoyed with, you know, people leaving their dog shit. You know, especially like I live in an apartment complex, humble brag, and there you can have dogs here and you can have any size of dogs. So there's big poops, big shit, small shits, rabbit poop. But there's a lot of people that don't pick up their shit. And it's it's annoying to me, but it's not like a huge problem because I get it. Sometimes you go out with your dog on a nice romantic dinner. It's cold. It's cold. He shits and you're like, "Ah, I don't really want to, even though it's right next to the dumpster. Um. And so I was thinking about how people get really annoyed with that. 
And actually, when I was looking at this apartment, one of the big complaints was that people were like, there's always dog poop everywhere. There's nobody ever cleans it out, which is not really true. It's not there all the time. So there most of the time, but not all the time. But not all the time. So I was thinking about what and who's if, to say it's not just your shit. Yeah, it you could know? be. Who's to say it could be not be a human shit? What if the toilet just leads? We don't know where the toilet leads to. It could just lead out there. Exactly. You know what I mean? So I was thinking about what if people got mad about uh, stepping in dog cum. Put a condom on that thing. Yeah, exactly. So I was getting mad and I was saying it's so selfish that these people don't put a condom on their damn dog because I keep walking and it's. And walking in its jizz and dog jizz, it's slipping everywhere. They just let their dog jizz wherever where, you just let your dog jizz wherever you want it to. There's a jizz in the house. What am I, a jizz musician? Right. That's a that's the Star Wars, yeah, music genre. Did you know that? I found that out recently. I, I did know that. Speaking of Star Wars, I'm jumping all over the place, but I told I I told you I had a Star Wars joke that I wanted to tell you because I I oh, think yeah. you'll I think you'll hate it. Um, it's a it's a good one liner. You ready? Yeah. Uh Gavin, what's what's um a Jamaican guy's favorite Star Wars movie? What is it? Uh Wagwan. <laughs> you know what you know like how they say how they how people of Jamaican culture say Wagwan? Uh-huh. You know you've heard people say that, right? Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. So Wag Wagwan, Rogue One, Wagwan. That's a good one. Are you reading a Star Wars book? I am. I should take time to read now that I have all this time. What is it? Darth Oh, Darth Flagus. Yeah. Nice. How is it's it? It's very dry. Ooh, it's not, my favorite. Not a lot of excitement going on in this book right now. <laughs> Just like that <laughs> chicken we had at your mom's house. <laughs> really dry. This is why we're separate because Gavin would have leaned over and I would have leapt across me. the table. He really would have. He would have mauled at me like yeah. a rabid hyena. So getting back to my time and me and my weekend, can I talk about myself? I'll throw a goblin. Yeah, so I'm finally like delegating my time. I got well. the mind goblin. I don't know what that means. Is that mind a Star goblin is nuts. Oh Jesus, dude. <laughs> That was worse than my Star Wars joke. Did you get the Star Wars joke? Does it make sense? Yes, I get it. It's would if people good. understood it if I tweeted it out, or do you think they would have glossed over it? And like, here's they would have glossed again. over it. Here's Carson again making some sort of subtly racist joke. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, so I've been delegating my time finally, and it's working out really well. I, I was, you know. I've always I'm always nervous being a self-employed humble brag um person that like you know you never feel like you can really take time off because like you're going to not make any money which is true but you just got to figure out how to delegate it better and I'm tired of working from like 9 to 11 o'clock at night even though sometimes I'll still do that but it just depends but so I've uh, I didn't have any weddings this weekend because usually I'd be working. A wow, you usually yeah. all over town. I know I'm pretty. I'm pretty off for the beginning of this year. Like pretty jacking off. Pretty jacking off. I took yeah. my jacket off. Yeah. 
Um, I got nothing for January, and then I have one in February, and then maybe one in March. Wow, you got a free schedule, bud. I know. And so I've been having – I'll have all this time to do nothing, and then I'm like, well, let me watch something. I'm like, what the fuck do I watch? There's nothing on YouTube I want to watch. And so then I started watching things again and watching movies again finally. So um, last week – we uh, I'll name off all the things I've been watching and then we can talk about them individually because I want to go into them a little bit more in depth with you if you don't mind. We're going to go into film critic. We're gonna, uh, yes. Welcome to film theory. Yeah, that's my favorite. I love talking about stuff like that for uh-huh. sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched all of Get Back last week, which we can go into <laughs> here in a minute. <laughs> I need a. I gotta know why. Why does Paul sometimes sing like that? Why does he sometimes do that voice? Why does he sometimes do that? Do you know? He like changes his I'll voice. I'll answer the question whenever you get. I'll answer that later. Next, and then on Friday night I watched. Or was that? Fuck! When did I what watch that? It? What day is it? What did I watch on Friday night? Friday Night Lights. I think I watched. I think Friday night I watched Blade Runner 20, 2049. 2042. 2042, which was fine. And then I, what did I, I was watch kidding. I think Saturday. it might be Blade Runner 2049. But it is. It's 2049. I swear to gosh. Ryan Um, Man, I don't remember what I did on Saturday night, though. <laughs> must, have cool. been a, must have been a crazy must night. Must have been a crazy night. Fuck, what did I do Saturday? Shit. I don't know what I did Saturday. I think I watched something. And then last night I watched um, The Unforgiven, the Clint Eastwood movie. Never heard of it. And then I also, I know on Saturday I started watching um, uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. No, you didn't. I swear to God, I started watching it. No, you didn't. Oh, you know what? Saturday I watched Blade Runner. Friday, I finished Get Back. That's what happened. Jeez. Glad I figured that out. Trust me. Yeah. That um, was integral to the uh, lore. That was very important. Because if I would have lied about that, they would have smeared Someone would have been on a smear campaign. Yeah. Pat smear campaign. Um, Pap smear. Pap's blue ribbon. Yeah, but I started um, uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm from the beginning. So it'll probably take me a couple of years to get to where the newest season came out. I didn't realize that show started in 2000. Yeah. That's bonkers. And Honestly. Like, and like even the I'll... old stuff like holds up. And like. Oh, yeah. D- uh, yep. So far isn't offensive. You know oh, I mean? it gets there. Okay. It gets there. Okay. It gets there. Very. It get, yeah. Like in what way? Like actually like not okay anymore? Uh, no, like actually jokes? not okay anymore. Oh, interesting. Okay. Because so far it's like it all. Larry like, David does say the N word in like season four, oh, season four or five. Yeah. Interesting. In what way? Why does he say the N word? You got to watch the episode. Oh jeez. He well because he's trying to tell a story and like emulate what the person was saying and like how he was so shocked that he said it, but he kept saying the N word doing. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, because so far it's like there's nothing that's like too, not okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just got to set up everything really. He's got to get there, got to develop it. Yeah. But I really like it. I'm enjoying it a lot. I'm gonna start throwing out a whole bunch of just 
random shit from Kirby Enthusiasm and see if you pick up on it eventually. Eventually. I'll get there. Yeah. I'm getting through it pretty quickly. I don't know what episode. The TiVo I'm on, guy. I don't know what that means. You'll get there. But I like how he has all these, like, you know, his, like, famous friends in it, which is really cool. Like, um, There's a lot of cameos in this. I love it. It's so cool. Like, he had Bob Odenkirk on... Ted Danson's a little Ted Danson. There. Yeah, Ted Danson, and then this other lady who was in Elf. That's what I know her from. Um, but, yeah, it's really cool. I like it a lot. Um, but let's talk about Get Back for a minute. We... So we have briefly talked about Get Back on the podcast already whenever you get said back, Get Back when you started watching it. And as far as I know, you haven't watched it since, correctly? You haven't watched no. any more of it? No, I've only I watched so. the first two episodes. Oh, you watched the full first two episodes. Yeah. Really? That you even watched the second three hour long episode? Yeah, it took a while. It took a while. So I finished it. It's been a while. It's been a while. Get back. I finished it in the span of a couple days because I, so I sat down and I was like, I don't know what the fuck to watch. And then I was like, you know what? Screw it. I think I'm going to watch Get Back and let me just see what happens. I'm like, I literally might quit within the first few minutes because I've done that before with stuff. So I was like, screw it. Let me start it. And so I did. And I, I fucking loved it. I like couldn't stop watching it the first time I turned an episode, the first episode on. Cause I just thought it was so interesting. And, in case you did or didn't know, I'm not. I've never been a big Beatles fan. I could never really did, get into their. Did or didn't know. Did or didn't know. Did or didn't know. Did or didn't know. Yeah. Um, that's what it sounded like on my end. That's how I said it. Um. Yeah, I've I've just never been able to get into them, but I've always respected them and found them very interesting. And I always find any music things interesting. Like I watched the. Uh, Alex Winter's Frank Zappa documentary, which is really good. Again, not a Frank's not a huge Frank Zappa person, but I that was very interesting to watch. Um and Frank Zappa Frank Zappa, Zappa Big fan of the Beatles. Yeah, true. I think. I don't know. I'm just I think he was friends with them too. Cause there's a part where I think he Frank even had like George and Ringo come out and play with him at one point. Probably. But I think they were, I'm pretty sure they were friends. Frank Zappa, also a big piece of shit. Um, yeah. <coughs> oh, I choked on spit. Oh, no, I'm going to get sick. Ah, I'm going to get sick. He gave it to me. <coughs> so I started watching it, and I loved it. And it was great, and I, I, it's kind of helped me become... It's kind of helped me guess how many in there are in there. Guess I'm going to in there and win a t-shirt. Um, it's kind of helped me become a fan a little bit, to be honest. And I just, I absolutely loved it. And I want to talk more about it with you because you've, you've been a Beatles fan for a long time, right? Yeah. Since about second grade. Since about second grade. Is your dad a big Beatles boy? No. So that's, oh. what's funny is that, um, the two, the, the first two Beatles songs I ever heard were Freeze a Bird from their anthology album and uh, A Day in the Life on Sgt. Pepper's. Okay. And uh, my dad, like, basically had written, writ- like, written them off. He was just like, you know, that's just something that all the girls liked in his elementary school, his middle school, and his high school. Like, these girls, like, were just, you know, dying over these people. Yeah. And he was just like, you know, my dad's been, no offense, dad, if you're listening to this, but you're a bit oh. of a music slob. It's not slob. slob. 
a music snob and um you know it's um and he you know and he introduced me to a lot of like really good bands like replacements and genesis and stuff like that ones that like a lot of people wouldn't know even in even now you know my parents uh, introduced I, me into a different kind of genesis go on yeah they did um book of genesis yeah exodus yeah a thrash metal band exodus yeah um Cricket. so i it was more of like it was interesting to me because they there's a lot it, they did a lot for music and i i ever since then i've just kind of respected them and like you know every single year i just find another beatles song that is just like whoa i never knew this one before like every year there's one that i'm like whoa where this one come from so getting back to your dad really quickly get back um were you were you trying to say that <laughs> that you kind of got your dad back into the beatles no i don't think he was ever into them he just he he his curiosity along with me being young and my brother and my sister being young it you know being impressionable and young like he would you know us also really liking the songs he was showing us and like downloaded them to my mom's iPod and stuff like that. So like it, it kind of got us into the Beatles a lot more. So it was like, Oh, you know, like my dad listens to them. I'll listen to them. And then it was like, okay, now we're both listening to them a lot for a while, for a while. Like that was basically all we listened to. Uh, Mm. And so he came back around on them by himself. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was like it, it, I don't know the whole story, on his side about it but i just remember him calling us in and being like what do you think of this song and it was a day in the life like performed live or something like that by Mm -hmm. paul mccartney or something like that or you know it was like somebody's version of it and it was really good and um what is your was your mom a big beatles fan no i wouldn't say so she was more like she was more like she told me that her i think Whenever I asked her, she said that one of her favorite concerts was when you guys saw Paul McCartney. Yeah. I mean, again, that's one of the things is that, you know, you just, we just grew along with, they just grew along with us in that, in yeah. that sense. Um, I mean, obviously my dad really, my, that's the thing is that there's two, there's two bands that my dad told me that he wishes that he showed me sooner or that I wish that he's, he should, I wish he had shown me George Harrison solo stuff sooner. Mm-hmm. And he said that he wished he had shown me um, Steely Dan sooner. Nice. So yeah, your dad didn't your dad like recently get in, get back into Steely Dan or something? Yeah, he was yeah. he was listening to a lot of Steely Dan. Steely, um, it's so point. funny how Steely Dan has come back around because like for a while, from what I've been told from people who are older and uh, older than I am, is that like and I'm not not like much older, but like you know like in their thirties or forties or so, who like forever would poo poo and shit on steely dan and talk about how they're so bad and then like for some reason in the past couple of years like everybody's like steely dan is so great and like everybody's so horny about steely dan now and it's so funny and well, i and, like I, and, I, and I hopped rock. on the i hopped on the beginning of it because uh i went to a steely dan show a couple of years ago i forgot you did that yeah 2018 the doobie brothers and steely dan yeah i remember i was thinking about going to that because but then I just remember, like my dad being like, "You don't want to go to that." No, I mean, because it was wasn't wasn't it um, Foreigner too? Wasn't Foreigner there too? No, it was just the Doobie Brothers and Steely Dan. Okay. Yeah, and it was the Doobie Brothers are a big, 
Not a fan. Not a bit. They're up. They're fine. There's a couple songs. They have like that two are like, songs. Yeah. Whoa, used to be. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's a Doobie Brothers song. They're fine, but Steely Dan was really cool. I'm still not like a big Steely Dan. I'm not a Dan head. Yeah, you're not a big Steely Danny. I like Steely more than I like Dan. Dan's Dan, dead yeah. now. Yeah. None of them are named Dan. Um, I'm still not big. I'm still not big into them. Um, yeah, bro. But I'm I like big em. into them. I like them. I like Asia and all that. Yeah. Well, that's the. Um, <clears throat> That's that's the, that's one thing that my dad told me is that he wished he'd shown me those uh, sooner. Yeah. But um. Yeah, I mean, like, my, I was like, and obviously knew about you know Wings and John Lennon and all that stuff. Obviously, it's it, like you couldn't miss it. But my mom was more into like Elvis and um. Elvis. Yeah, she was really. Whoa! Huge I never knew that. Huge your mom was like into Rage Against the Machine and Nine Inch Nails and shit. I never knew about Elvis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she was really what? big into Elvis. Yeah, whenever we were little, that was like that was like her thing that we would make fun of. That's so weird. Is she still <laughs> because we Elvis? knew Elvis was dead? Yeah. So like we'd be like, you know, like Elvis is dead. She like, no, Elvis is still alive. Is she still into Elvis? You know, relatively. Beastie relatively. Boys was another thing that she got yeah. that she was really into. So that's very weird that Elvis got lumped into that too yeah I ever tell you about the one time I'm going on a tangent here for a second but I was at a Goodwill and I was wearing my do you know my Elvis shirt that says I'm dead on it yeah yeah I haven't worn I need to wear that shirt soon um this lady came up that's a good shirt yeah that's a great that's a great I'm gonna go get that shirt um this lady came up to me and she was like I don't think she saw the I'm dead part or maybe she did or maybe she didn't think anything of it, but she's like, she's like, Oh my gosh, I love Elvis. He's so great. And then she like started like singing a part of a song to me. And I was like, Oh, okay, cool. She's like, yeah, he's great. I'm like, yeah, yeah, me too. It was weird. Anyways, I didn't know your mom was an Elvis. That's funny. Um, so it was just my, it was like, we all came around on them and like we listened to them a lot. And oh. then it was after uh, the Beatles, it was the Black Keys. So, yeah. And then from there, it just went when John Lennon went darker. Black Keys. Yeah. When John Lennon joined, and <laughs> Paul McCartney did a, did a collaboration with the Black Keys. And did they was... really? No, I'm just Oh, kidding. I thought that was a real thing for a minute. I could see no. that. I, it, do, it does seem like something they would do, but yeah. I think Paul McCartney's. Um, I've got enough money. He's a bit too much of a Brit, really. I'm going to die in a casket of money. Um, So let's talk about Get Back for a minute. Let's talk about that. First of all, why does Paul McCartney ah! sing like that? you got to wrap your hands around like yeah. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> no, really. you got to put your hand on that, it. No, and yeah, he does it like again. It you. Yeah. <laughs> no, Do it like this. Do it like this. Why does Paul McCartney sing like that? I think I think it's to emulate like Chuck Berry and stuff like that, and like oh, rock he and wants roll to sound singers. like a black person. Yeah, that I think I think that's really what it is because there that that song is, I. But he does it a lot very, too. Yeah, I mean, like, but uh, I've it, never noticed it listening to any Beatles things. I only notice it and get back when he's like trying to figure a back. song out. Yeah, like when he does that, he's like singing quieter, yeah. and he goes, "Hey, Mac." Like, why is he doing that? It just sounds so silly, and it doesn't it does. sound like it's weird. But um, 
We used to, whenever we heard that song for the first time, we thought it said uh, Goretta because that's my mom's name. So oh, we'd be like, nice. Get back, Goretta. Get back, Goretta. Hey, everybody. Maybe he's trying to sound like, um, oh, shit. The Big Bopper. Everybody twist like we did last year. Yeah. And twist go again. like this. Yeah, kind of sounds like it. Maybe. Maybe. But you you really enjoyed it though. I you know, you're a big fan of Peter Jackson, big fan. No, not a I big fan know. of Martin Scorsese, you know. That get all I could think about with, with Get Back was what if this was in Lord of the Rings? Exactly. George Harrison voice the ring. <laughs> Ringo. Ringo. I just love that the whole time they're <laughs> they need to get done because Ringo has to go shoot a movie called Something about the Christ, I forgot what it was called, but he had to go because he had to go shoot that movie. Yeah. But yeah, I just loved it. I don't even know where to begin with it. I'm like, I don't even know. I just loved it so much. And like, I think I just like have such an interest in like music and making music and all of that. The songwriting process. Yeah, that I love like watching people do it. And I love like, I think my favorite thing I've realized is like watching watching things that are like that end up becoming like a big sensation or be like going viral or whatever how you want to say it like i love watching those things be created you know what i mean yeah like i i just have like i don't know what it is and i like it it's not even really like a a genre besides like documentary style but like i just love like the production of something happening whether it's like a movie or a song or a this or that and i love seeing like the the way they change and the way they evolve, like, you know, let it be could have sounded so different if it, this one part wasn't added in or, you know, whatever. Right. Um, so that was just so cool because it's like, you know, I not, I don't love, I don't love those songs myself. They don't mean a whole lot to me just because like, I've never been to the Beatles, but go back home, Jojo. Um, but I love, get back, Jojo, get back, Jojo. Uh, but it was just so cool to watch all those be created. And it's like, wow, this is when this, like, this is how Paul came up with get back by just strumming on his bass. Like it was a guitar and just going <laughs> and just like stuff like that. I don't know. It was just so cool to watch. And like, you know, it, it was more, it was really interesting to me to see how they treated their songs once they wrote them mm-hmm. because they would make parodies of their own songs. Yeah, like during the recording especially sessions, John. like they would just like fuck around and like, yeah, especially John, like he, yeah, and they had like I like we talked before, but like they you know, they had a whole code word for George Harrison. Yeah, they call them hair songs, and they were all slower and they weren't real Beatles songs, and they like, were rockers. They all, yeah, and like whenever they were trying to decide the venue for it, they were. They gave them all nicknames for some reason. For yeah. like no reason. They're like, yeah, this guy's France. Ringo is Russia. Yeah. Was well, like, that was the, that was their that was the direct I want to talk about that direct the guy who directed who was directing it while he was there, the Michael Lindsay Hogg guy. He looks like he's like nineteen. Yeah, he looks very young. But he like he, he looks like he's like he like his dad is someone famous and like said, okay, you're a director. Now you're going to go direct things. And like g- his dad gave him a suit to put on. Cause he always is like 
wearing stuff that doesn't look like it really fits him very well, and he's always like smoking a cigar. But he looks like he's like 19 years old. Yeah, and, and I'd be curious to find out. I'm gonna see how old he was when that was produced, but it was just he so does weird. look very young in that, like I, super I will say fucking young. Like that and that was so weird. What's even crazier is that like even the Beatles were relatively young then. They yeah. were like you know 28, 30 years old. Yeah, well, I like think most like, of them were. No, I don't think any of them were 30 at that point. That that like, and that's nuts to me because you know almost at this point you would expect a band that's been around for 10 years to be at least 40 or 50 years old yeah <laughs> like honestly exactly. you expect them to reach their stardom once they're 30 yeah sorry I'm and then you look it up and you're like whoa this person's 35 you know yeah. like he was 29 michael Lindsay hogg so pretty much the same age is he still alive yes he's 81 wow what's he look like now so he was uh like an old fart looks very weird but yeah he i guess he just you know he just looked really young then um yeah it was just very very interesting to watch all that happen and and like really see because like you know you 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 think about like a song like let it be or even get back, but like specifically let it be because it's like such a well-known song, and and you just watch him like just kind of put the song out there like, like it's just whatever, you know what I mean? It doesn't really mean like it's it's crazy to watch. They a, had a hit. They had a hit there. Yeah, it's crazy to peak. watch. It cra- it's crazy to watch a song just kind of be thrown out there like here's this. I don't know what it's gonna happen with it, and like there was even a point in it where like they're all kind of trying to figure the song out. And Paul just goes like, I don't know, maybe this just isn't working. Like they're trying to figure out, let it be. And he's just like, I don't know. He's like, I just can't figure this out. And I was like, what if he just like gave up on it and just like didn't do it? Yep. And like that, like was like such a weird thing because it's like, you never really think about like in the moment of like how much it, something doesn't really matter until it's like done. And then the audience does what they want with it. You know what I mean? Yep. And that was, that was just crazy for me to watch and yeah that's the beauty of music baby that's the beauty of the Beatles. well was, also they brought back so many old songs yeah uh that they had written whenever they were like 17 like john and john and, uh, that was Paul. like the f- whole first episode was them like mostly the first episode was them playing old songs and it like continues throughout the whole and, and next two episodes like traditional songs they just were yeah, playing like just songs that like everybody knew playing it and like sometimes, finally, I started figuring out that like most of the time it was like just for them to warm up in the morning. But like, they would just like go and start playing something else just to like have fun. And it was just like, you guys have don't have much time to like the whole time. I'm like, you guys need to fucking stop and like figure this shit out because you don't have much time. <laughs> right, and um, like that's the that's the crazy thing is that they at that point they had known each other so well that they knew that they had to at least take a break. Or do something like that, yeah. And then there was other times where they would very much just like, like go and smoke weed. Obviously, not during this, but like w- during other recording sessions, they would obviously just have weed just sitting right there, yeah. Or or LSD or whatever they were doing, uh, you know, outside of the studio. Yeah. And then coming in and just being like, "All right, let's get back to recording." Yeah. It, it was yeah. It was it was interesting to um 
fuck, I just had something and it went away. Something about them playing. Oh, and like the other thing I was thinking about is like, you know, the rooftop thing. I've always known about like the the rooftop concert they did. But like in my head up until really until I watched the documentary, I thought it was like a way bigger deal. Like I thought it was like they played a whole show on the rooftop and they played a bunch of songs and all that. I didn't realize that it was like they went up there to play all of the songs they had for the album. You know what I mean? I didn't know that until like literally watching the documentary because I haven't been a Beatles fan, but I've always known about that rooftop thing. But like, I was just thinking about like how crazy it would have been if they would have gone with like, especially the first idea of going to that like big ancient, yeah, big ancient Roman or not Roman, but whatever Coliseum in like the Middle East and, and playing like the there. Background's gonna, the background's going to be the ocean. And it's the Mediterranean. They're going to have a bunch of um, people in turbans. Yeah. They're to watch. And they're like, they, well, why uh, don't we bring some people from America? We'll bring them on a big boat. Yeah, they, they, I remember they were like, oh, what if we did it on the boat? Yeah, they, and they like wanted to do it on a boat, and I was like, man, that would have been the first like rock and roll cruise liner. Yeah, you know what literally I mean? bring, like, a yacht in- rock. Yeah, they bring NSYNC and Sammy Hagar and people yeah. onto, on cruise ships. Yeah, they do that a concert series. Been, that would have been a fucking joke if they did that. But like, I think that's probably why they didn't do it. But imagine if they did do it. Like, yeah. Imagine the amount of cruise liners that were like, we gotta get the who, yeah. we gotta get the who on the cruise line. Oh my god, dude! And then we like, got, we gotta get. And then now, like the big thing, it would be to this. Led day, Zeppelin. It literally probably would have started a thing where, like, even to this day now, people are like, we gotta, we gotta get our cruise liner up because we gotta get back to doing shows on the water. Right. You know what I mean, like that would have been a yeah. whole thing because of what the Beatles did. And not that, like, rooftop concerts are a big deal or anything, but, like, you know, they probably started something with that, I'm sure. Or outdoor concerts, at least. I mean, I'm sure those were a thing, but, like, you know, smaller, like, spontaneous setup shows. Yeah, just, like, we're the biggest fucking band in the world, and we're just going to go on the roof of our record production company and just play, and we're going to, people are going to hear it, and... They're gonna be new songs, um, but I like I, I really want like that would have been nuts if they did that thing in Libya or wherever it was in the Middle East and played that there. I think that would have been that would have been crazy. You know what I mean? If they would have gone with that, I'm glad they did the concert on top of the rooftop because, uh, well, it was so it was so crazy to me because we on top of already liking the Beatles. Beatles rock band was like years of like a few years away. So we put we played a fuck ton of Beatles rock band as kids. Yeah. And they, you know, you, they have it they have like a storyline there where oh, you play songs in order of like the year they came out or like that's, on what that's album. That's cool. I didn't know that. And uh and like get uh get back and like let it be and stuff like that. And uh I remember this one song, like uh, I want you, she's so heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like an eight minute song, and um, the I remember one of the first times that we played it, it was like on the rooftop, and like you know, it kept like it was it was so weird to me that they're like, oh, they're just playing on a rooftop. Like I was yeah. like, oh, this is so weird to me because in all the other ones, they'll start off in like the studio and like show them like you know shooting the breeze, and then it like transform like with the song, the background would transform and stuff like that. That was one of my favorite parts of that 
rock band um and or you know transform based on the song mm-hmm. and um with i want you Sh- she's so heavy it's the, at the ending there's like a film sound or like a film like spool running out or something like that it's it's a weird sound i remember the first time we played that song we were like is our xbox about to break because yeah. it sounded it sounds not good it's like a not good yeah. sound and i just remember like being so puzzled by them being on the rooftop mm-hmm. and like Oh, yeah, I never knew. No story there. Yeah, I never really knew what that was, obviously, until the... I, I always just knew Not about this rooftop concert. And I think I forgot that it was like... Because that was the last time they ever performed live, was the rooftop concert. Yeah. And I think I always knew that, but I forgot about it until I didn't even. It. I didn't even really know that they, like, signed off, signed off, like performing live they're like we're not performing live anymore i didn't either i did not either i i didn't i i think i might have heard that because of somebody that i listened to who's the big beatles fan probably but yeah i didn't i didn't know that they like were done performing live for like years until that point and they were like they literally just focused on coming out with albums and like we're like we're done performing live. Like we don't. Yeah, like they they were literally just like sitting in a studio pumping out albums. Yeah, well, literally, years. like you look at their catalog and it's like two albums a year sometimes. Most yeah. of the time, I would even say. Yeah. Because you told me I ended up finding out that they recorded "Let It Be" and "Abbey Road" in the same year, but "Let It Be" came out after yep. "Abbey Road" did, and I never knew that. I didn't realize. Like that's nuts that they came out with those in the same year and then like you even look at like the way they look in let it be and then the way they look in abbey road and it's like they look different like they changed since then like john's yep. become more of like a i don't i don't wear shoes and then paul cleans his beard up they uh well like oh darling on abbey road is a song to john lennon saying like don't like you know don't leave mm-hmm. it was a song it was like a song like about and two John Lennon saying like "Don't leave, don't yeah. leave the Beatles." Like, look at what all we have here. Because he was the you first know. one who like, I mean, obviously, spoiler alert. Uh, George leaves in the first, first episode. episode. That's how the first episode of Get Back ends is with George saying that he wants to leave, and he does. But then he ends up coming back. So he was the as well. No, actually, because they talked. They talk about it in it, and you probably remember this, or maybe you don't, because it's hard to pick up on everything going on. But Mike, the director, Michael Lindsay Hogg, is talking to Paul, I think, and asking him like, "Is this the first time you guys have had somebody leave from the band?" And they said that Ringo was actually the first one to say he wanted to leave at some point. I don't know the full story on that, and I'm sure it's out there. It's probably because they were only allowed one song per album. I'm sure it was something like that. Uh, it had to have been um, also like Ringo started pursuing like pop culture, like immediately it wasn't, it it wasn't, there was no break for him. Yeah. Like he was like, I'm going to start Thomas the tank. <laughs> yeah. It's shiny town station. Um, but that's nuts. That was the biggest mind fuck to me was yeah. that, you know, like I grew up watching and like playing with Thomas the Tank Engine toys and turns out that it was made by somebody I listened to all turns the that time. That it was Ringo. Turns out it was Ringo. Um but yeah, so that was so he was the first he was technically Beatle the first leaf. one and then George and then but then like when they come together, when they come back together and then they're going to do Abbey Road, John's like after they record, he's like, "I'm I'm done," and they and this is the part 
that kind of shows because oh, I'm gonna go on a tangent here again. You're gonna cry. I'm gonna cry because I I didn't realize the Beatles broke up. I thought they were still together. Yeah, um, I thought they were also alive. I think so. Jeez, oh, I'm really jumping around here, so just bear with me. So uh, a lot of people after watching Get Back have pointed out how much of a dick Paul is. Like he's really just like he's he's kind of a he's an ass. He's kind of he's a dude. bit of a diva about. He's his a music. diva and he's a douche and he's kind of just like a priss a bit. You know, yeah. he knows his shit is good and he wants the main focus to be on his stuff and he doesn't really give a fuck about anybody else's. And he very much is that way, but I think I, I don't think he is any. Obviously, he's not anymore, but he definitely was during this time. Um, yeah, he's like I'm the fucking shit, and that ends up showing because I read about this later because I was so interested, and I'm sure like if you're a Beatles fan, you know all this shit. So just bear with me. I'm just finding out about it. Sorry. No, no, I'm I'm cool with listening um, to the to the experience. But I read up that so John says he wants to leave doesn't announce it they come to an agreement that he is not going to announce his departure until after abbey road comes out because they don't want to fuck up any album sales so he agrees to that because he's a good man and you know businessman to a degree and everything so and then i think shit i can't remember what ends up happening but Somehow, like, before the album comes out, there's some, like, dispute with them about figuring something out. And then, like, Paul is the first one to publicly announce that he's leaving the band. Like, just completely steamrolls everyone and wants to show how important he is and leaves the band. And then, like, a month later, his first solo album comes out. Or his first album with Wings comes out. Yeah. And it's just like, what I don't, a, I don't what know which one douche. came out first, but... Yeah. I think, but, I think no. it was Wings... The Wings album came out first, I think. I don't know. Whatever. But it's just like, man, like what? He was just such a douche during this time. Like, really? Well, he's just like, he's like, I can, I know people who can do stuff better than you guys, yeah. basically, because they really were just a ragtag bunch of teenagers that really didn't know how to play instruments. But then why did he want everybody to stay together so badly? And why did he, you know what I mean? Money. I would probably, yeah. I would probably imagine it was money. It was like, you know, Think is basically like think of the profit margins. Yeah, I don't know. It was just like, ugh, it was just so gross to hear that. I was just like, what a dick. Yeah. And the other thing, and then we can stop get back because, unless you have anything to say, I obviously don't want to just like be like, we're done, we're done. You're not allowed to say anything else. My last thing about get back is that <clears throat> I loved how well. First of all, I loved how they joked around and everything like that, and it was so much fun to watch that but i love how they reacted to like the press stuff about them and like during get back john's divorce finalizes and he and yoko go public as a couple and you see them reacting to the newspaper of that and there's like a whole like multiple page newspaper about john and yoko and like and they're going through it and like paul reads something about like something john said to the news reporters and they're all laughing and like, they're talking about how they like specifically did something to like, you know, cause they knew it would look ridiculous in the news and everything. And like, one of the things was, it's like, um, like a reporter was like, Oh, you know, John, how much do you love Yoko? And he's like, well, more than the queen. And they like put that in the newspaper and they were just like laughing their asses off at that. Cause of course that's like a huge deal to like, you know, the hardcore old timey Brits who are like, all about the queen and everything and right. so it's just so funny and i love that but anyways that's that's 
that's it for me on get back if you have seeing else. paul mccartney live was literally like literally like it's kind of nuts that he's still like rocking like after yeah. all these years it was still kind of nuts to see that he and could die at any minute he really could he could pull a betty white or a bob saget um hey, oh geez rest in peace to yeah rest in bob peace saget by the way he's filthy america's filthiest dad yeah i, I kept seeing that type of headline i'm like really? jesus christ i don't yeah. have much to say about bob saget you know but, rest in peace i i have some opinions on him but i obviously i'm too soon for that but yeah i mean rest uh, in peace obviously uh so like let's talk about he, bob saget let's get it let's take a second to talk about bob saget suck it back it uh so it during the live show he he played a George Harrison song on the ukulele oh. or played something on a ukulele that George Harrison gave him. Obviously this is it, it he it wasn't anything special he did for St. Louis, but you know. Yeah, it was he kinda, cool. I've it was cool that, in the moment. Yeah, I've heard that he does like a you know, like and this is about my friend John and then he, you know, yeah. like he kinda like tells a story with his show. Yeah, From and like that was the thing is that he played the song that he wrote whenever John Lennon died. And that was really sad to listen to, like, because yeah. it was like an 80 year old man singing about how his friend died, you know, yeah. 40 years ago. And all Paul's thinking in his head is like, oh, I've played this song so many fucking yeah. times. Yeah. And it means nothing to me anymore. They used to, they used to, once they broke up, um, they used to watch Saturday Night Live together. Who? John and? Yeah. John and Paul. I thought they like weren't friends anymore. No, they like hang out. They uh, in one of the they books didn't make read, any they, like, music together anymore. No, they did not. They no. but everybody else like collaborated on different things. Yeah, even like together. Like I think there's a George Harrison song with Paul and Ringo on it. Yeah, there is. Yeah, but never but, um, John and Paul never mixed. One of the so uh, funny another story about "Free as a Bird," which is one of the first songs I listened to by the Beatles. They recorded that after John died. Um, and it was based off oh. of recordings that were left like in John's recording studio. Hmm. So the Beatles, you know, the remaining three, like all to came together. And, uh, like the music video is great. I love watching that music video. It's such a throwback for me. Throwback Thursday. Throwback Thursday. I have to listen to it. I never even heard that. Like so, just the Leonard Skinner just song keeps playing in my head. Cause I'm as free as a bird now. Get back, Loretta. It's so dumb. I hate it. Gavin, I'm seeing Scream Five on Thursday. Premiere. I'm is seeing that. Is that a new movie that's out? Yeah, it's coming out on oh, Friday sweet. technically, but I'm seeing it Thursday night. Oh, that's so awesome. I'm excited, dude. I love the Scream movies, and I'm excited for this one. I don't think I've ever seen a screen movie, but I've definitely. They're good. They're not my favorite, but. I think I watched Cinema Sins do something about it. Okay. A while ago. And that's. Honestly, that's good enough for me. I, I don't. That's, I would rather fair. sit through somebody else just grade it for me. Or, you know, I'd rather just sit through that where I get like the good parts of the movie or like mm-hmm. the really stupid parts of the movie and then just move on with my life. I, I really don't. Yeah, I mean they're they're fun movies. Like I I just you know they're definitely goofy. Yes, yeah. Like I'm not watching Scream the same way I'm watching The Shining or The Thing or Halloween right. or something. You know what I mean? Like there there's a little bit of goofiness to it. That's kind of like that '90s teenage angst kind of teenage dream, teenage dream queen. Uh-huh. Um, 
so yeah, seeing that on Thursday. You do anything else uh, interesting? I got school. School. First tell, week of school. Tell me about it. Yep, everybody wish Gavin luck and everybody wish Gavin for safe health. Yeah. I sure will be. Gavin, you uh you listening to anything? What? No, honestly not really. Oh jeez. I can go first cuz I just prepared mine a couple minutes before the show. Cuz I forgot about it too and then I was like, "Ah, oh, shit." Perfect. So I will while well, I will die what well, I don't what but right I'll do mine and then you can do it. <laughs> so I have been kind of <sighs> I'm getting into one of those lulls in music right now that happens to me every once in a while where it's like I've listened to all of the same stuff for like a few months now. I found I found like different bands and I've gotten into this and I've gotten back into that and I've you know like for like a couple of months it's been it's been great on music. I've been finding new stuff and I've been really enjoying listening to stuff, but over the past like 2 weeks I'm like Oh man, I'm really getting bored of all of this stuff. And then like, you know, like find like listening to Apex Twin was was fun, and and I'll still pop it back on every once in a while. But it's like, I I tried to I put a playlist on that had like Apex Twin related music, and like all of it sucks compared to his stuff. At least the uh, the playlist I found it was all like just eight bit video game sounding music garbage, and I fucking hated it. And then I'm like trying to listen to this. A bit covers like, of Get Back. Get some get some Apex Twin Get Back covers. That wasn't even a good impression. Um so I've just been like really in a weird music lull right now, and I hope I get out of it soon because nobody has come out with anything new until this coming uh week. Uh Under Oath is putting out their, their new album on Friday, which oh, I'm oh very uh, excited for oh uh, uh, so you already know what i'm recommending next week spoiler alert so i'm very much looking forward to that and hopefully that'll kind of help change something around but so i've kind of been listening to i found a a playlist on youtube music not a sponsor um that's just like like early 2000s like scream screamo music well, it was Screamo. So early two thousands in sync. Early two thousands in sync. Early two thousands like Screamo emo music. And there's a lot of garbage on there that I absolutely hate, but there's a lot of stuff that I listened to like growing up because of my brother Logan that I'm re listening to now and like loving a lot of stuff that maybe I didn't love as much, but like still is nostalgic for me and like even kind of delving into some of those bands and like really realizing how good some of that shit was. And one of the bands that I never listened to really at all, um, I, I recognized one of their songs. And then this song started playing, and then I was like, wow, that's such a good song. And like, I tried listening to this band, and I was kind of just eh on it. And I think I've realized why, but that is a band called Thrice. Have you ever heard of the band Thrice before? No. So they're somewhat popular. I think they're kind of like a more cult-ish kind of following, like not a ton of people listen to them but i know like talking to some people who've been like really into them and they're one of those bands where like i think as far as i can tell they had like a huge change in their music that like a lot of their like original fans like dropped off so from like the brief 
this that I've read on them is like they started out because they're from uh, like Southern California, okay. and they kind of they started out with that kind of like you know skate punk kind of music that like literally everybody every band that started in you know the late 80s was playing you know at skate punk like really fast uh punk music and then they really as far as i can tell they didn't come out with an album until 2000 and that was when they were more like like a hardcore band which you know i like hardcore and metalcore stuff but I haven't listened to their albums enough to know much about it. I've just listened to this song that I'm recommending called um, uh, Deadbolt. And that's off of their uh, second album, as far as I can tell. And that's called um, The Illusion of Safety from 2002. Again, not recommending the album just because I haven't listened to it enough. But yeah, I'm recommending a song called Deadbolt. It's just a really good song. Kind of somewhat of a hardcore song, but... What I found out just from briefly listening to the like half of this album before we started recording is that it's like it's really interesting because it's like when they were a little bit heavier and more hardcore and then kind of after that they became more of like an emo alternative band that you'd probably hear on like 1057 the point which is a radio station here but they have that like what I've realized or deduced from listening to just a bit of this, it almost sounds like you took hardcore and like that Blink-182, like Southern California pop punk sound and like combined it. And it's really weird and kind of not great, but some of it's good, but it's just like very, it's very odd. So um, kind of getting into them and, uh, but just specifically that song, Gavin. Seeing where it takes you. Seeing where the road takes, get back. So I'm listening to uh, Arcade Fire. Oh boy! Uh, their first, uh, their most recent or second most recent release that won a couple Grammys. I'm pretty sure. Oh. Called Reflector, and I'm listening to their first, the title track, uh, Re- Reflector, and that's a really good song. Uh, don't know why I really. I they are a very unique sound because they're just a big group. They also have some French. In there, I don't really know the story behind it. They have Francais, and uh, I really enjoy Reflector on that album. And on Reflector, the album, there is a song called Reflector. Well, that's a long song, it is a very long song. And uh, Afterlife, both of those songs are both really good on there. But um, I'm gonna recommend just the song Reflector this week. Cool, so that's all I got. And I don't have my iPad, so you know, outro music from Gavin. Well, folks, as long as everything goes well, we will be back together in the studio next week. Stu. Sitting across from each other, spitting particles at each other like we do. So apologize for not being in person. and um, Hey, better safe than sorry. Better safe than fucking sorry, you know what I'm saying? Uh, next week we'll be back, and if you're a video watcher, we'll have a better camera next week. I just did the Zoom camera because fuck trying to record another thing and put it all together um and yeah pretty much we'll uh we'll see you next week gavin any final words uh keep keep the broccoli intake high goodbye bye